Hello and welcome to Red Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. By Jim, Lucy, and our special guest today is Lynn Bowman. She calls herself a glam grandma who knows how to get you to eat your veggies. And today we are talking about aging well. Now, before, now don't hang up. Don't turn the podcast off, all right? We're not talking about Aunt B from the uh, Andy Griffith show, okay? We're talking, we're talking about a different grandma, all right? The one you want to be like, all right? So, Absolutely. Lynn, we're so happy to have you here. Jim, I loved Aunt B. I don't know about you, but I thought she was wonderful. I thought she was just the best. <laughs> she did everything right. She was great. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the outward look. Uh, of grandma's maybe isn't quite the same as it was in Mayberry uh, back in the day. Yes. Uh, so, and, and it's not just me. I mean, many of us boomers want to, to stay on our feet and keep dancing and keep contributing. And we think we have a lot to say and a lot left to do. So I'm all about making sure that you all are making decisions that you you can come out with me and make trouble and have a party and do all the things you want to do. <laughs> well, that's Lucy's middle name, Party of Trouble. <laughs> there you go. My kind of girl. Yeah. And part of it, Lucy's, you know, I, I graduated from high school in 1964. And that year was kind of magical because we just started lighting stuff on fire. You know, we women particularly were like, okay, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. We're not taking this anymore. Uh, we couldn't go to all the best schools. We couldn't take the good jobs. We could, you know, so we were going to fix that. And there has been a bit of a revolution and, and a lot has changed, but we've still got plenty of work to do. And um, I am stunned when I talk to younger folks and realize that they they don't have any idea what it was like in 1964. Uh, and so many of the young women just assume, you know, that these rights that they have now, that the world that's in front of them used to, and no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's been hard won and it's fragile. And so the first order of business is you need to stay on your feet. You need to stay healthy. And you need to stop making stupid decisions about your health. That's what we're going to talk about right now. Um, right. We, have a, we have a real epidemic, not only in the United States, but we have exported our sad America. It's the standard American diet, which we call the sad diet. Um, and we've exported this around the world. And everywhere that we export this diet, if you will, this way of eating, the health figures go just tanking. They go down. Uh, people start dying sooner. They get way more chronic diseases. They, you know, the, it, it, it's all bad. And what it is is processed food, sugar, uh, and big food, I should say. Um, and it's, we're all driving through. <laughs> That's how we're, we're eating now. And we need to reverse that. We need to change that because the health manifestations of that are horrendous. And I speak as a diabetic. Uh, and I found out early in my life that I was diabetic. I was in my 40s. Many people don't realize it until later because there's no 
there's no symptoms. This is a silent disease and can be silent for decades. You can be diabetic and not know it. Uh, and the problem with that is that even though you don't know it, it's deteriorating your organs from the inside. I'm, I know I'm grandma buzzkill right now, but it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> if you are eating sugar, like most Americans and many Brits, people in Europe, if you're eating sugar all day, and I think you probably are, I suspect you are, uh, and, you're, and, you're, and you're eating meat that you don't know the name of the cow or the farmer, it's just kind of mystery beef or pork or chicken. If you're eating dairy that you don't know the name of the cow, and I bet you don't, I mean, how many of us have a cow outside or have a neighbor with a cow? You don't. And so what you're taking into your body every day is causing disease. And the figure last time I saw it, it's changing all the time. It's something like 85% of the population has a chronic disease, heart disease, uh, diabetes. And the shocker is it's preventable. It is preventable and reversible to a very great degree. So I am here today with Lucy and Jim to ask you to make a decision to be healthy. Decide, you just decide, I'm going to be healthy. And then there are some things that you need to do to see that through. But until you make a conscious decision to be responsible for your health, you're going to spend the last 10, 20 years of your life with someone else taking care of you. And I don't think that's really probably what you want. I know it's not what I want. I mean, okay, I love it when somebody takes care of me for an hour, <laughs> right? Brings me a tray, whatever. But that's very different from making a decision to not be in control of your life, to not be able to manage your life, to not be able to get out of your house or out of your bed. <clears throat> And we all, I think, especially you men, you imagine that your death is going to be some fiery, fabulous thing, you know, in a fast plane or a car or, you know, rescuing, <laughs> rescuing school kids from a fire or something amazing and heroic. No, no, no. That's not how we go. That's not how it happens. Uh, it's long and slow in most cases, in many cases. So I want you to know that you can decide. You know, and stuff happens, come on, yeah. You know, you can be run over by a bus, it's true. And things happen. And we sometimes have hereditary things that uh, we just can't manage, you know, they're, they're unfixable. But for the most part, it, and diabetes is, is a case in point, for many years they said, oh, it's your genes and it's inevitable. No, 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 it's not, it is not. You can have a genetic disposition to metabolic syndrome, which is what precedes diabetes. But if you make a decision not to eat stupid, you'll, you'll prevent it, you'll be okay. And, and then oh, the, the next question is, <laughs> well, what do you mean don't eat stupid, right? Well, uh, I, mean, I mean, eat a plant-based whole food diet. And furthermore, you're going to have to cook a little bit. You're going to have to chop something. You're going to have to do this in your own kitchen. 
to some extent. And we have all these new services now where you can order food and have it delivered, DoorDash and this and that. You know, a lot of kind of healthy ones are springing up and, you know, some of that may be okay. And it, that's certainly better than ordering pizza every night. It's true. But until you really think about your food and understand the connection with your food and with the earth and with your health and are conscious about it, you really can't be healthy. You can't. And then you'll also have to understand the relationship between your food and sleep and your mindset and of course, movement, exercise. And by the way, no amount of exercise will make up for crappy food. Mm. You, you cannot exercise your way out of ill health. You can so, only, oh, okay. okay. Okay, so nachos coming from corn isn't good enough. You know, Jim, corn in its it by itself is not a bad thing, but uh, where is your corn coming from? Who's making it? Let, let's see the package. Let's see what's in that stuff. If you're talking about Doritos or something like that, um, I would, it, <laughs> if we were closer, we're not, we're thousands of miles away, but I would ask you to grab the package and read it aloud to me as I shook my finger at you, because when you start really reading the ingredients of what is in this food, if, you, if, if the ingredients are corn and salt, cool, that's fine. And, and there are chips out there that are nothing more than that. And I would say you don't want to eat a lot of that, but it's not going to kill you. But when you read the label of a, a Doritos or something like it, and I will also tell you that there's a lot that's not on the label because the only things on the label are what the FDA, FDA in the United States um, forced the big food industry to put on the label, but there's a whole lot they don't have to put on there. So they don't. And I don't know about you, but I wanna know what I'm eating. I really do. And if it's got 16 syllables and it sounds like something you would put out for the rats, I don't wanna eat it it's probably not a good idea. Furthermore, sir, when you're eating that, it means you're filling up on stuff and not eating the stuff that will make you even better looking and improve your energy. So what happens is if, if you're eating hamburgers and you know fried chicken bits and so on all day, you're not eating asparagus and arugula and carrots and celery and and um, chickpeas and fruits and all the things you need, you don't have room for that because you just filled your face with that bag of whatever those corn things are. And I don't even know what they are. Lucy, do you know what they are? What's on the label? Just ding dongs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you're hurting oh, no, me. No, no, I'm just, no, hypothetically. <laughs> you're trying to kill me right here, Jen. Trying to kill me. Okay, what a great show on the air. She fainted. She couldn't stand it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now he's scared. <laughs> I know I'm picking on you, and you've been, you're being a really good sport. Um, but I want you to stay alive and happy. And ill health has a way of making us unhappy. I don't think you're going to argue with me about that, are you? 
no, I'm no, I'm going to change right now. I'm going to change. Before That's I what I want to hear. That's yes. what I want to hear. I want to hear that you've made a decision to be responsible for the way you feel and the way you yes. look. Great. Okay. I love it. And so the first thing, you want to hear the first thing you're going to do? No, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> There's an honest answer. I love it. Okay. Here, I'm going to tell you the first thing. If you really want to change your health outcome immediately is stop eating sugar in any form. Dead silence. Crickets. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Okay, I got it. Yes. Sugar, 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 sugar. Um, you've just got to quit. And the good news is that there are lots of newer substitutes that are great. And they're nothing but, for example, monk fruit. It's fruit. Uh, but it makes a great sweetener. You can buy it ground. You can buy brown version of it or a granulated version or a powder version. So in my cookbook, I talk about all these newer, chicory root is another one, great sweetener. And you know, sweet, artificial sweeteners kind of have a bad name because of some that have been in, come from big food and been in the industry and they're not great. But the healthy food industry is coming out with some good ones. And so, there, so my book, you can make brownies, cakes, pies, pancakes, all this stuff even better than you used to have, but you're just gonna replace the, the stupid ingredients like white flour, which is, not, is just not anything you should have in your body. It's higher in many cases on the glycemic index. Do you know what I mean by glycemic index? It's yes. that measurement of how fast the glucose gets in your blood. White flour might as well be sugar. It's, it's really, uh, the worst thing that a, uh, a diabetic can eat. But there are so many, so my brownies are made with, are you ready? The secret to the universe. They're made with nut butter and pumpkin and monk fruit and cocoa and eggs or egg substitutes, and a few other things, some cinnamon. So they're a meal. They are actually wonderful. They're food that you could be proud to give to your kid or your 85 year old grandpa or anybody, it's a brownie and it's absolutely delicious, but it's good food. So that's, that's what you need to do is just start substituting in the good stuff for that bag of yucky stuff that you've been eating in front of the TV. Is that where you eat it, Jim? Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. You almost got me persuaded now. Okay. So we so what's a good, before we go, what is a good substitute for white flour? Well, <clears throat> pumpkin has a magic way of being both a substitute for flour and oil. It's fabulous. And if you put it with something like chocolate, you can't taste the pumpkin. If you love pumpkin, as I do, then you add a pumpkin spice and maybe some orange and it makes this beautiful, there's a recipe in the book for pumpkin spice donuts and for pumpkin muffins. Fabulous. You don't need flour. And, and there are substitutes for um, thickeners instead of flour. Glucomonin is one. Um, uh, any kind of starch, you can substitute other healthier things in. And so my book has a whole list of all of those. 
Uh, it's a new way of uh, stocking your pantry and of, of cooking to some extent, but it's simple. It's not complicated. I'm not someone who, who's a proponent of measuring and journaling and counting stuff. I want you to enjoy your food. I want you to sit down to a table and just go, oh my gosh, this is great. I love it. It's beautiful. It's delicious. Um, we have this crazy relationship with food. Like we're eating junk like mad and then we're dieting like mad for a few weeks, right? And then, well, that didn't work. So then I'm back to my junk and just relax into a healthy, solid, grown-up, ant bee, if you will, way <laughs> of putting good food on the table. And I also, I want you to eat at the table, please. I don't want you to drive through. I don't want you in front of the TV. I want you to sit with a napkin and somebody you love, or at least like, um, at the table. It's, it's something we've kind of lost in a way. Uh, and I don't know about Europe or Eastern Europe, but in the United States, we are driving through and we're eating in our cars. Not good. Well, please tell me where can my, our listeners get a book or get more information from you? They get the book is Brownies for Breakfast, a cookbook for diabetics and the people who love them, which is everybody. Um, and it, so it's Brownies for Breakfast on Amazon or on uh, it, it, at your local bookseller. Just ask for it, please. That helps me. If you say uh, brownies for breakfast, please. And they go, well, I don't know if we have it. You don't? It's a fabulous book. It's blowing up. You got to get it. That helps me get it into better distribution. They can get it from their wholesale distributor. Uh, so the name again is Brownies for Breakfast. My name is Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E Bowman, B-O-W-M-A-N. I'm, I'm on all over the place on Instagram, I have a website, lynnbowman.com, so I can give you information there about uh, where to find the book or eating. Uh, I have a list. I'm happy to have you sign up for more recipes. And so go on lynnbowman.com and sign up on Lynn's list, and I will send you cool stuff. Not often, because I'm lazy, but um, I will say when I discover something amazing, I, I want to share it with you. Well, great. This is great. So, dear listeners, you can find a link to Lynn's website in the description to this episode. So, Lynn, before we go, uh, this particular week, what can our listeners try or just implement in their diet and their lifestyle in order to start the drastic change? Because we all know that uh, for almost entire world now, American-style diet is like something extraordinary like a sign of great life and but when jim first arrived in ukraine he couldn't eat here anything so we know it's different <laughs> it <laughs> is different i would ask you all to become really aware of what you're eating read the label on anything you're eating that has a package or a wrapper ask questions if you're eating in a restaurant Restaurant food is also in the United States, at least very iffy in many places because it's full of fat, sugar, and butter and salt. Um, and so just start being as conscious as you can about everything that goes in your mouth. Read the label, make sure you understand what you're eating. And, and that usually is enough to, 
to help you move on to the next steps. And I hope you will. Well, Grandma, you've really helped me out and I appreciate it very <laughs> much. And I, I mean that very, very affectionately. Uh, <laughs> it's been great to have you here with us today. I mean, I, all sincerity, and we invite people to go to your website and get your book because I mean it's all sincerity, it will change their lives. Thank you. And because I'm a grandma, I get to say thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure having you. And our dear listeners, if Lynn didn't inspire you to change yet, go to her website because you just must start that change this yeah. way. Yes. Bye-bye, yes. Lynn. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.